0: And hello and welcome everyone to the Comic Multiverse where the worlds of nerd meet. We're back again on Sunday night, Matt, you, me, and everyone else here in the Comic Multiverse universe i'm taking a night off from watching wrestling to be with you all because i already canceled the show once this week because i or once this month because i had dental surgery and i'm gonna have to do it again on the 15th so don't don't say you didn't get your full worse a show and because there was just so much goddamn new star wars stuff that dropped mm-hmm. i knew you would be chomping at the bit to talk about it so yes. that's what we're gonna do
1: yes yes it's star wars celebration at the moment it's on its last day i think the last couple of hours and uh yeah there lots of lots of stuff dropped
0: for, uh, for the first time ever, uh, big shout-out to Ashley V. Robinson, friend of the show, frequent interviewee of the show. Uh, she actually got to go there officially. Oh, um, nice. I know. So I got to follow the whole trip and live through it vicariously via (laughs) all of her social media posts. And I'm like, man, I miss conventions. I miss going places. (laughs) Remember when we could go places, everyone, and it wasn't a big fucking deal and you didn't have to worry about taking your life in your hand and you didn't have to get a thing jammed up your nose?
1: I know, right? Yeah.
0: The world was so much simpler three years ago, and I know it's only three, but it feels like a fucking hundred years ago now.
1: It does really, it, like, it's, it's kind of crazy to think that, yeah, three years ago, like, around this time, like, the pandemic was, like, taking mm. off.
0: <laughs> yep. Yeah. I, uh, I i went back and watched some of my old con footage that i put together and i'm like man i sure had a lot of fun back then just a couple years ago <laughs> <laughs> before everything was fucked boy that was fun <gasps> <laughs> i guess this is just living now <laughs> yeah
1: yeah yeah i haven't been to a convention yet since long before coverage and like even now like uh, like things here in australia have kind of like cooled down a little bit mm. but like even then they've got like conventions running and it's like hey guys come and see these people yeah these ones who were the only ones in the country at the time we and could, it's like yeah, yeah it's like really random like novelists and like yeah, people yeah. who had bit parts on sci- some sci-fi tv show or something
0: yep they were doing that here in canada too which in the back of my mind i'm like fuck i'm a i'm a d-list celebrity i'm on the same footing as these guys book me i'm like but i don't have to go into the city though yeah
1: i usually don't go to cons anyway to see people i usually go there for like the stalls the comic books toys and stuff like that but even then like even then like other people were like pulling out and there wasn't as much of that happening as well Mm
0: yeah again it's like a a shadow of its former self where Mm -hmm. you're like man it's not as good as it used to be yeah yeah that's a shame i hope they pick back up again there
1: yeah isn't uh san diego comic con happening this year
0: i believe it is actually
1: yeah i wonder what that'll be like because i remember the last couple were kind of like shit shows
0: yeah they were kind of shitty and they were kind of online and they were kind of not online and no one
1: knew they were happening as well i remember I, I like saw stuff i'm like oh wow san diego comic cons this weekend how have i not heard any oh there's nothing big happening at it
0: we're we're an even we're an even funnier kind of in between period now because it used to be like okay no one's going anywhere no one's doing anything let's be sure to like make these online cons the best we can be and everyone was doing an online con and it felt like you know they were really trying to keep you know, fandoms alive and connected and everything, and it felt really good. Now it's like, well, you can go in some states, but not others, and the (laughs) rules are different, and you're not going to feel safe, and you're not going to be able to enjoy yourself, so, you know.
1: Yeah, yeah.
0: So it's this, like, stupid kind of, like, half-measure freaking, you know, limbo we're in.
1: Yeah, yeah, it sucks.
0: (laughs) A little bit, a little bit. Hey, you know, maybe... Maybe by 2024. Who knows? Eh, We'll see. Yeah, yeah, we'll see. We'll we'll see. We'll see about it. Uh, But beyond that, what what was your weekend like, Matt? What uh, what were you up to? Uh,
1: Not not a whole lot, uh, just because I was working quite a fair bit. Um, But, uh, yeah, I did manage to go and see uh, Top Gun. Oh, nice. Yeah, everyone's loving that. That's getting rave reviews. It's really fucking
0: good. I did not expect Tom yeah. Cruise and Top Gun to be like the most talked about thing in 2022, it, but everyone says it's a great sequel. It's
1: honestly one of the best. uh I guess you call them like legacy sequels, where it like comes Which is a thing now. Yeah, comes years after the past, and it like it does like so much that you th- like you think it's going to be like oh, it's going to be like a passing of the torch to like these this new cast and mm-hmm. everything. And it's like it's not at all. It's just a movie about Maverick. Yeah. And and these other people just happen to be there, and and as well, the whole premise of of the movie is uh, the Death Star trench run. Like that's literally yes, like that's literally the whole that. movie. It's just the Death Star trench run.
0: He needs to get them together to do this very important, you know, bombing run in yeah. the snowy mountains of somewhere against you know vague enemy number six four four. Because the enemy was vague in the original Top Gun too, yeah. but we're keeping it extra vague now. Yeah. Yeah. China Russia ran. (laughs) The damn China Russia Ranians are at it again, and only Maverick can stop them. (laughs) You just know because this movie, you know, is on its way to making a lot of money and got all these rave reviews. There's some Scientologist writer high off his ass on Adderall who was up for two days being like, OK, how do we do the same thing for Cocktail and Days of Thunder? How do we bring Tom Cruise back and extend his career by another two decades? How do we make it work? we'll make him drive a real race car in days of thunder he might die we don't know
1: (laughs) they'll just keep ramping up the mission impossible sequels
0: yep there you go (laughs) we're gonna actually fire him into space we're gonna shoot him out of a cannon he's already going into space
1: he's like training to go into space for some that's right for some new movie from the guy who did uh uh that fucking edge of tomorrow
0: yeah see this is the worst thing about uh tom cruise you can't make fun of him that hard because he's such an (laughs) insane individual he's done all the things that would be funny
1: yeah yeah and 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 yeah like like in this like i don't i know he wasn't actually flying the plane because the military wouldn't allow him to actually touch the plane Mm because laws and shit but yeah Yeah. like he's like i still went and got my 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 pilot's license and i i I, there's one plane in the in the movie that he does fly it's like his own personal plane and yeah
0: okay so for cocktail legacy my idea is he is he goes back to that town from the first movie right and we find out that he actually fathered a kid he doesn't know about and that kid you know his bar is going under because a bunch of evil hipster mixologists with like curly mustaches and everything and their micro brews are stealing all his business and they don't know what real cocktailing's all about and so tom cruise whatever the fuck his character was called has to come out of retirement to teach him how to do crazy bar (laughs) trick, and we'll get fucking i don't know uh ansel elgort to play his kid whatever
1: yeah some news Uh, sam worthington Jai
0: courtney Courtney (laughs) plays his kid and and maybe they'll get back together maybe they won't who
2: knows
0: (laughs) we'll see you'll go see it (laughs) But yes, believe it or not, everyone, this is a comic book show, and uh, we have some comic book news to cover, but mostly we have a lot of Star Wars news to cover. So let's let, let's talk about the comic book stuff first. Uh, we got the first full-length uh, Thor trailer uh, this week before the show. Yes, we did, yeah. A lot of it is footage we already saw, but uh, the big reveal is we finally get to see, but also more importantly, hear. What's up with uh, Gore the God Butcher and Christian
1: Bale? Yeah, he, he looks really fucking cool.
0: He does, you know. Again, yeah, I, I I am a purist at heart. I miss the little head goodies But they do a lot of very interesting artistic stuff with the character. Because he is this kind of like black and white monochrome thing that clashes with the rest of the <laughs> ultra color in the universe.
1: I, I, I like how much that stands As as like his character, because as we see through like that that first trailer and then this trailer, like the gods are all like they live in Mm -hmm. colorful lands and like you know Mm -hmm. everything's technicolor and all that sort of stuff. And and Gore is the antithesis of that, which Mm -hmm. I think is kind of cool.
0: I I kill the gods and I kill the color and the life as well.
1: Mm -hmm. Yeah. Also, he I think he does kind of look um at one point in the trailer, he does kind of look like he does in the comics, like with the like no nose sort of like tentacles when he's in like the shadow
0: well it's funny because you know we see that thing on his head there where tentacles would be and they're kind of like scarred and i'm like wait did did he cut those off is he like one of those weird sadomasochist monks or something
1: could be could be could be also uh maybe the necro sword like the more he uses it it transforms Mm, him into that a little bit yeah maybe
0: I mean, my idea is basically just like, yo, Christian Bale probably didn't want to sit in the makeup chair for two extra hours. So they're like, fuck it, Nick's the head tentacles. Yeah, yeah. He's like, I'm already getting painted. Who gives a shit? Love the voice he's given for the character, though he Mm -hmm. sounds foreboding. as Gore should be. Yeah, yeah. Because, again, you know, uh, like, Hela was a scary villain, but she was also fun, too, and she did funny shit. Like, you know, she'd throw the gauntlet around and everything. This this looks like a much more serious villain.
1: Yeah, and it makes sense because he was a serious villain in the comics.
0: Yeah, he's a god serial killer. Mm -hmm. Wonder how much of his origin they're going to keep in place, because I always thought Gore's origin was one of the best parts about him.
1: I have to imagine probably most of it.
0: I mean, it's very easy to do. It's like, you know, yeah, I was on a planet where people loved and revered the gods and Mm -hmm. it literally killed them because they, you know, they fucking starved praying for food. You know, they, you know, went uh, hungry and everything. And I blame all of you because of it.
1: Yeah, I can. Yeah. Again, very simple.
0: Yeah. You know, you gods are so selfish. You don't care about the lives you trample. Yeah. Yeah which would be interesting for thor to kind of have a reckoning with that especially you know as it builds on the theme from the last movie where thor had to understand like oh the legacy of asgard is kind of shitty and built on a lot of bad stuff huh
1: yeah and th- this movie looks like it, it it's him trying to like find his place in yeah, yeah. the universe now as i so. i guess because he's he's obviously not all father or anything he's just like he, he's Odin's son.
0: yeah i'm not a hero i'm not a god what mm. am i
1: yeah Uh,
0: michael reeves helping us out i think they also wanted gore to look different from the villain from the harry potter movies with no nose yeah i guess he does look a little voldemort doesn't he yeah i'll allow that that again he looks a tad voldemorty fair enough (laughs) i will say another thing i love about gore the god
1: not overused at all no no yeah he was like in that one thor story he died and then they haven't like shoehorned him into anything else
0: aaron perfectly you know bookmarked him there because he was in that first story and then he was at the very last aaron story like five years later
1: yeah i do still like how uh writers like donny case and all that still use him as like like a ghost in thor's past yeah, yeah. like you know they're not bringing him back but they keep referencing him which is He's really the cool. one
0: who made me unworthy Yeah, yeah yeah rattled i wonder will they have that scene in the movie will he whisper in his ear and try and make him unworthy again i wonder
1: that'd be quite interesting yeah
0: to see how they play with that one yeah i wonder i truly do uh so yeah there's a thor love that anything else from the trailer worth (laughs) note a lot of cool stuff happened in it but it's mostly stuff we've seen already
1: uh people noted uh thor has a back tattoo that says rip loki
0: really yeah he's got like
1: it says rip. That. it's when when uh russell crowe blows the the robe he's off of him people, off. people can see it says rip loki and it's got like a a tattoo of oh, of uh loki's helmet
0: oh that's fucking hilarious that's <laughs> odd you know he got that one drunk night with the guardians yeah. i want a tattoo they went to
1: they went to contracts here and he got that
0: <laughs> yeah i want a fucking tattoo i want all right pre look we had a complicated relationship <laughs> but i loved with the end I want a tattoo. (laughs) Man, I really hope, uh, what is it, Loki from the Loki show eventually runs across this thorn. It's like, did did you get a tattoo? Really? (laughs) Oh, man. (laughs) That would be funny. I would like that a lot. Also, thank you, uh, Pat Senior, for the subscription. Always helping us out there. Much appreciated. Thank you. (coughs) we got that oh i guess a lot of people uh were really excited because we had that scene of thor in like the trophy room there and we see a bunch of statues of what looks to be other very important marvel cosmic figures
1: yeah there was uh infinity death awatu uh, awatu the watcher uh the living tribunal yeah Uh, there was a bunch of different things yeah
0: some people think they maybe saw Bast too, but it might have just been another panther.
1: No, no, no. Uh, Bast is there actually in physical person in uh, oh. in that scene where, uh, Jane and Valkyrie are sitting in those chairs in the in the coach. She's in front of them.
0: Oh, that's fucking cool. Yeah i love that i love that this is becoming such like uh th- this funny taiko watiti movie is this thing that's kind of tying together all the other bits of marvel cosmology
1: yeah well it makes sense you got a character called the god butcher you're gonna need gods to butcher
0: get a couple gods in there to butcher <laughs> yeah i suppose so oh man that's tight oh we get to see jane use the hammer in a different way because it's still all broken she can like throw a bunch of yeah, shards yeah. and then call it back that's pretty sweet that,
1: yeah that's pretty cool yeah
0: that's a cool trick i like that a lot
1: i wonder how much they'll go into the hammer in terms of like oh it's got it's got like a trap storm god in it and a mind of its own it's it's angry at thor and stuff like that and yeah yeah. are
0: they are they they gonna go that far into it or is it gonna be like nah you know the hammer just wanted to teach you a lesson or something
1: yeah 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 because yeah it technically doesn't have any enchantments over it anymore
0: yeah, there's a lot of places they could go That Yeah, looks looks fun. Definitely an exciting movie. Uh, I'm sure uh, will make a lot of people very happy.
1: Yeah, comes, in, comes out in a month.
0: Yes, it's going to be the first big summer movie. Mm. Uh, Eric Santee helping us out there. After reading Legion of X, I would have loved to see Gore make an appearance in that series and love the Eric High's way of choosing gods. Yes, Legion of X is awesome. We're going to be talking about that. Don't worry when we talk about what we read this week. Yes uh captain coon helping us out too joel uh, you missed thor's lucky tag too because you were checking out Hemsworth, but not judging <laughs> we're in but, some probably still
1: are <laughs> on youtube now i i don't think it's on every video but on like big videos they have like a most replayed uh Chapter select. Oh yes, that's and, right. And, and on that trailer, that was the most replayed part. <laughs>
0: <laughs> that's got to be a great ego boost for Hemsworth. Knowing there, it's like, yep, this was the right choice to go full ass out for this role.
1: Hey, well, when he gets that big for that role, well, I think he also got that big just because he's he's playing Hulk Hogan as well in some biopic. That's true. Yeah, so, because I know he like got super fucking big for this role
0: that yeah he had to be like 80s height of steroids yeah. uh, hulk hogan yeah hey brother don't unionize brothers all you all you other wrestlers gonna be me on top <laughs> <laughs> yeah I, I think they I, I don't wonder if they'll actually do it but you could actually make a really great hulk hogan movie if you leaned into how much of an asshole he was oh, throughout yeah. his career
1: oh yeah you do like, like um like what they did with that um pam and tommy show
0: yes very much so oh my god yeah wow why why did those guys who did Pam and Tommy and that Tanya Hardy movie not do Hulk Hogan that would be so good like like, really zero in on this guy who's like well I was the best in the world at what I did brother I made it look easy and I stepped on every person to get to where I was yeah yeah and you know what it got me nothing a messy divorce from my wife a son who killed someone in a drunk driving accident and a talentless daughter whose career I tried to kickstart several times <laughs> Like, I think the universe punished him. It's like they gave this man so much love and then they took it all away from him. (laughs) Yeah, yeah. (laughs) Fucking Hulk Hogan is a Greek-ass tragedy if you play it right. (laughs) But you know what, brother? I still go out there and I still get cheered. Well, in Saudi Arabia when I go there, I can't do it here in America anymore because, you know, I said the N-word on my sex tape. So yeah, people get mad at me. But I
1: have that Gawker money, brother.
0: But I I got that Gawker money because he beat Gawker and like actually struck a major blow for personal (laughs) privacy on top of everything. What? His his life is fucking weird. (laughs) Weird and fascinating and you fall in and out of love with him several times. I hope that Hemsworth movie captures just a smidge of that. (laughs) Uh, But yeah, so that was Thor Love and Thunder. Looks good. And hey, speaking of which, Taika Waititi... Uh, who's working on that according to kathleen kennedy the next time we do see a star wars movie and i know it's kind of been a bit because it's been living on tv and streaming forever apparently it will be the Mm taiko watiti movie whatever that could be
1: yeah sometime next year i'm gonna assume december next year
0: yeah i think uh watiti is a good uh match for star wars because obviously his stuff is funny but also very human and can surprise you with the levels of darkness that he goes to sometimes
1: yeah the stuff he did with uh mandalorian in season one was great
0: absolutely yeah and he's in star wars 2 is the other thing
1: yeah and i imagine not he'll li- be in this new movie as some oh, yeah. other mo creature Alien or droid. droid. yeah yeah
0: ship ai <laughs> again the, the the man knows you get two paychecks not just one i'm, <laughs> a, I'm an actor writer director you see he's <laughs> they gotta pay me three times and they can't fire me <laughs> Love that dude. Again, fucking Watiti. He's he's less a man, less a director, and more some sort of powerful, ancient fey spirit <laughs> that you just summon sometimes. Yeah,
1: yeah.
0: Again, too, you look at his work, and it's like, wow, that's funny. And also sad, and also kind of life-affirming at the same time. Yep, yep. Which, yeah, I mean, let let him play in a sandbox as big as Star Wars. No, no telling what he could create. <laughs> hey speaking of which speaking of new things that have been created in the world of star wars uh obi-wan kenobi dropped this week and we got not one but two chapters out of it yes
1: we got the first two chapters
0: yes i you notice that they're doing chapters now they're not even trying to come up with episode titles anymore it's just like fuck it chapter one chapter two
1: i'm fine with that i think the mandalorian is the only one that actually had oh no the book of boba fett had titles
0: did they have titles i yeah. thought they were also just part one part two they
1: were and they had like t- like subtitles oh that's right they did yeah wait, so but I think this, wait. Is, this is the only one or maybe i mean i haven't checked disney plus but maybe these actually do have episode titles
0: maybe it's like i read mandalorian you had to like watch to the end of the episode and then it told you
1: yeah oh and as well like they they usually wouldn't put the title up like for at least a couple more hours because usually the titles were kind of spoiler-ish kind of like 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 goddamn that book of boba fett episode which is just literally called the return of the mandalorian
0: yeah fucking (laughs) ginger Jarin's coming back everyone (laughs) cowboy is saying that Joel should launch a wrestling channel uh I've thought of it but wrestling channels are even nicher and more cutthroat than comic channels at least here I got kind of a stick to shake I can't in that realm (laughs) also those companies crack down super hard when you use their footage comic companies don't seem to give a shit so you know
1: yeah it's very uh early Nintendo with the with the wrestling companies yeah
0: very very much so they will they will nuke you if they have the chance but yeah obi-wan we got the first two episodes and man you know credit where credit is due for this series we had all the trailers we had all the screenshots and everything they really didn't tell us anything about what this show was going to be
1: not, not only that most of what we saw in the trailers and everything are from these first two episodes first
0: two episodes meaning whatever comes next is a total fucking mystery yep i uh, i do love when you fire up this episode it's like hey everyone here's a recap of of the prequel trilogy in case you didn't know i'm like if i'm watching the obi-wan show and i don't know what happened in the <laughs> prequel trilogy then you might as well just tell me stop right hey, now
1: hey you, you gotta remember that, like some people out there you know kind of idiots <laughs>
0: that's true and also it's like you know they probably haven't seen the movie since I, they came out
1: i was kind of hoping that since they because will because that like cuts all the three episodes together and like shows you like Obi story mm. i was kind of hoping that they do like a greatest hits of his time in like clone wars as well
0: yes would that have been nice yeah, just
1: because of how much these shows uh are like relying on like those animated shows
0: yes and how much pull dave filoni has yeah yeah but yeah so we get that little recap there we it, it's so funny you know we've said it a hundred times before but it bears repeating star wars really is at its best when it's drawing creative reference from western and samurai movies and this is totally a goddamn western pastiche once again
1: <laughs> i i said in my review of it it's it's a it's very western like the mandalorian and book of a Fett, but where those f- took inspirations from more like blockbuster westerns like mm-hmm. good the bad the ugly yep. this takes uh uh References from like stuff like the proposition and yes. the the assassination of Jesse James, like yes, the more refined, the character focused ones
0: absolutely this is obi-wan as the old broken down gunslinger who doesn't know what to do with himself who is haunted by the decisions he made in his past and he doesn't know what to do with himself Mm -hmm. until he's given the chance to you know uh again knocking on heaven's door to get my guns out the ground (laughs) one last time for one last ride
1: but even then he's very apprehensive about it
0: is he doesn't want to do it every step of the way which is very interesting for him
1: yeah and we first see it when that other jedi uh played by benny sadfrey the director of uncut gems Um, oh shit for real yeah comes to comes to see him i don't know how he managed to find (laughs) obi-wan
0: yeah uh, the force the force told him <laughs> it, it was the will of the force that he find him get denied by him get killed by the inquisitors and in doing so push him to go on the mission that he needed to go on yeah
1: yeah yeah
0: so that's important i suppose wow man i didn't know that he was the uncut gem director that's mm-hmm. fucking awesome that means this episode was filled with fucking cameos yes yeah, yeah we get him we get flea from the red hot chili peppers who is one of the kidnappers
1: <laughs> yes yes needles from back to the future kidnaps uh princess leia
0: <laughs> one uh one of the nihilists from the big lebowski man flea fits perfectly into the star wars universe because he's always looked like an alien he
1: looks really fucking weird yeah
0: <laughs> he looks weird he looks like an alien uh we get a great clone cameo from tamir morrison playing another clone
1: trooper yes yeah, playing a 501st trooper
0: yeah that's an amazing scene i think a lot of people miss like the real impact of that scene it's like wait if that guy was in the 501st you know what becomes vader's legion and everything that means this clone probably (laughs) fucking knew that was obi-wan but didn't like rat him out or anything
1: i I don't think he knew it was obi-wan because i know there was something in the clone wars that talked about how like the clones age they kind of like get a bit fucky you know dementia and shit and like because of the rapid aging and everything um and as well like i imagine like he, like it's just kind of interesting to think that like oh yeah he, he would probably you know raided the jedi temple and killed a bunch of jedi and everything yeah. and they just kind of like threw him away
0: they threw him away like old garbage it's a great scene because yeah what you said and also obi-wan who always had a good relationship with the clones Mm -hmm. rex and cody and everyone and so to see them brought so low and to be replaced by stormtroopers even if they were responsible for order 666 and everything there the fact that he still feels bad about it and gives him some credits i'm like oh that's strong stuff
1: (laughs) yeah i like i like how obi-wan was having kind of like a Nam flashback during (laughs) the wide eyes and everything wondering it's, what the fuck's gonna happen
0: it's beautiful too because all the clones look a- the same and all sound the same so when he heard that voice yeah that totally sent him back to the shit in the clone wars yeah yeah Ah, oh, so good also hey that uh young girl who sells him spice there on the gangster world that's his real daughter yep,
1: yep. yeah
0: that's that's Owen mcgregor's real daughter i'm like oh that's fucking cool i like that yeah that's fun i like that. oh man kamel nanjiani playing a fake <laughs> jedi doing a fake jedi scam ah oh, that's good it's
1: good casting yeah
0: <laughs> it really is i'm like yo can we follow haja around i like haja <laughs> <laughs> just a guy pretending to be a jedi just fucking you know physical mr Bean, comedying his way through the star wars universe
1: <laughs> well he survived so he might show up again
0: he might show up again i totally like that that's good stuff uh, obviously of course our villains for the piece are the inquisitors who we saw in rebels mm-hmm. and uh what is it in the video game
1: yep in fallen order
0: in fallen order and we got a new one second sister or reva as mm-hmm. she's called and she seems to hate obi-wan more than anyone else not mm-hmm. just for inquisitor reasons but she seems to have some sort of personal reason yes. to hate obi-wan that we're not quite sure about but yet i
1: i kind of have a theory about that
0: do do tell because i have my own so, theory too
1: so at the start of the show we get to see like those uh, the younglings trying to survive yeah, Order yeah. sixty six in the Jedi Temple. Uh, one of them uh looks very similar to uh same
0: Sameish haircut, yeah. So
1: I think maybe she's probably and most Inquisitors are former Jedi. Um, exactly, like including the
0: Grand Inquisitor. Grand Inquisitor, the Grand Inquisitor
1: so. used to be one of the Temple Guard, yeah.
0: Which which I fucking lo- I hope they touch on that story at some point where it's like, dude, you got all pissed because you couldn't go to the library. That's your origin. <laughs> they, they
1: did it in the comics, yeah
0: i know they did which i think is kind yeah. of awesome
1: yeah um so i think like we see we see them run across that bridge and as i i knew and then others have pointed out that that's the same bridge that in episode three obi-wan finds a group of dead younglings on oh but shit. but it's the wrong number so like some are missing so i right. i reckon we're going to get the continuation of that probably in the last episode and they're going to run into anakin
0: right that was my assumption too where it's like she blames obi-wan because you didn't save my friends you didn't save me
1: not just that he, she probably blames obi-wan because she because tr- he trained anakin and anakin right. turned to the dark side and killed all her friends
0: so this is really your fault when you break it down obi-wan and obi-wan's yeah. already basically blaming himself for that
1: so yeah
0: it's funny i think in many ways this show with this kind of like star wars meets taken i feel like this is the show a lot of people wanted boba fett to be because we even get to see we even kind of get to see like a darker grittier underbelly of the star wars universe when we go to that other planet. and it's all fucking neon vegas
1: yeah yeah that was really cool
0: yeah we get a drug lab and everything
1: yeah yeah there's again like little things that probably should have been in obi in uh boba fett as well
0: yeah because boba fett never leaves tatooine that that was more of a western because that's more like dances with wolves that's more yeah. lawrence of arabia yeah which i feel like you could very easily have done that with obi-wan too like you could totally have switched their stories and it actually would have made sense like if obi-wan had to live with the sand people and learn to find himself again yeah it's
1: almost like all of these characters undergo the hero's journey and the hero's it's journey is a like a hugely popular way of taking a character Writing
0: it. how about that <laughs> i know it's like people never seem to understand that oh we haven't talked about it yet obviously the big inciting incident that gets obi-wan out of retirement is baby leia i say baby leia she's 10 years old gets kidnapped uh because of a big scheme involving the inquisitors man that actress playing young leia is really good isn't she she's
1: really fucking good yeah i i loved her usually i'm not too hot on uh kid, kid actors because yeah. usually they're pretty cringy but yeah they uh are. she she was fantastic she i i like I'm... how uh, like over one even references like are you sure you're 10 years old because you seem yeah. a little bit wiser than your years
0: to think how far the star wars series has come from casting one of the worst child actors <laughs> To finally casting good ones. And yeah, this bit reminded me too I'm like, oh yeah, Leia, Leia in the original trilogy was like really you had a rape your wit and was a ball buster and everything. Mm-hmm. Like, oh you're a little short to be a stormtrooper. Oh, I'd sooner kiss a Wookiee. You're a scruffy nerf herder. And I'm like, Oh yeah, so of course she'd be like that as a kid and everything. That's that's really fun, actually.
1: Yeah, and yeah, she has great like uh chemistry with like Obi-Wan and then also mm-hmm. with uh Jimmy Smith's Baylor It's Yeah. That's fantastic
0: how good is it to see bail organa
1: again it's so good it's just good to see jimmy smith again he's so charming
0: he's, he's just down for everything i love he always comes back for star wars and this is really important too because it sets up you know leia's upbringing and why she becomes the person she <laughs> is because her father instilled this like real sense of civic duty with her and everything she's nice to droids when yes. other people aren't
1: yeah yeah Th- that scene with the droids i thought was really quite great because just just in the background as C-3PO and R2-D2. Yep. They didn't draw yep. any attention to it. They just... They're there, though. They're just there. It, it reminds me of, like, how they did it in 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 Rogue One, where it's just, like, it cuts to them, and it's, like, a two-minute C with them to, oh, we're going to battle. I'm like, no, 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 don't do that. Just have them puttering around in the background serving drinks and shit. That's great.
0: Yeah, yeah it, it, it's just cool, too, to see Alderaan, too. It's like, oh, Alderaan, pre-blown
1: up. Yeah, I hope nothing ever happens bad to this planet. <laughs> yeah.
0: Yeah, where her dad's like, hey, you know, you'll be ruling this planet in no time, you know, and your uh, shitty cousin will be working for you. I'm like, no, you won't. (laughs) (laughs) If only you knew what was coming, Jimmy Smith. (laughs) But yeah, that uh, that shit was really fun and really solid. And the big scene we end on is, you know, uh, Obi-Wan coming to the realization that, oh, Anakin didn't die.
1: Yes, yes. And just just before that, the uh, the Grand Inquisitor is stabbed by by Reba. Yes. And so many people seem to think he's dead, but he's not. I'm like, he's well, not. obviously he's not. No, obviously he's not. We've seen so many people getting stabbed and shot in Star Wars that and they're surely, blind. surely by now they would know that, you know, they would be okay
0: that that doesn't mean death that only means that you know the inquisitors are probably going to be coming after reva while reva's coming after obi-wan yes yes that again you know they're all they're all on different sides here but yeah fun stuff dug it definitely interested to see where it's going to go from here because we don't know where it's going to go from here we haven't seen anything
1: no no we get another episode on wednesday and yeah
0: nice oh it is wednesday not
1: thursday i do believe it's wednesdays that uh, that is happening it was they they changed the dates for this for i'm not really sure why i think so they can premiere it at celebration but yeah Yeah, but then yeah it comes out on like the second or something first first i think of june
0: yeah okay that's good because yeah i didn't uh i didn't want it to correspond with uh young justice that i have to cover (laughs) although young justice only has two more episodes left yeah uh eric santi did you see the leaked blue beetle set photos i'm surprised how good it looks oh yeah i didn't write that down but we did yeah blue beetle's costume looks fucking dope as hell looks so good looks really good i was already excited for that show and now that i know they're putting that extra effort in to make sure the costume looks good now i'm super on board
1: yeah yeah
0: yeah i'm up for it i respect it
1: yeah i'm intrigued to see how how they're gonna do it like are they gonna do it like they do in the cartoon where he has like a mouth or are they just going to mm-hmm. like you know have it just you know iron man suit sort of thing
0: that will be interesting i mean if they can do it for robot man in doom patrol where he doesn't have a mouth that moves <laughs> maybe they can do it for this i mean it works for spider-man too spider-man yeah, doesn't yeah, have a yeah. mouth, so that's, that's true good. yeah hopefully it can work for him uh now what else we got going on here oh so again you know our cup just fucking boileth over with star wars content uh they were launching a new show and then they launched a trailer for another show we got our first look at what andor was going to be
1: yeah and i think again i've always thought this is going to be the one that everyone suddenly pays attention to Mm. and uh this trailer kind of confirmed that for me because everyone was fucking talking about it
0: yeah, I was very interested to see how, like, your regular fans were going to, you know, feel about it. Because, obviously, you and I, we're, we're in it. We're Star Wars diaries. We're going to watch it all anyway for completionist's sake. But this this was really compelling to me because it's like, I, oh, we're doing a whole Star Wars series about a guy who doesn't wear cool armor, who doesn't have <laughs> the Force, and doesn't have a lightsaber. He's just a regular-ass dude in the Star Wars universe. And, basically, it looks to be a tale of how how – how he got radicalized and mm-hmm. how he became a rebel to fight the empire.
1: Yeah, yeah, it's very uh, like political thriller looking. Yeah, and yeah. it looks like as well we're not just following Cassian, we're following like because we see like a bunch of different like people from behind. Yeah, yeah, and I imagine they're going to be like, oh, they're all our stories because we have like Mon Mothma, we have like mm. an imperial uh some some guy who who <laughs> I, I, he's like part of like some security team, but it it really reminded me of like, oh, that's like that's just the hitler youth
0: <laughs> yeah basically yeah the imperial youth which yeah. we saw a whole episode in rebels of how yes. the kids get indoctrinated and how they like beat all the hope mm-hmm. and caring out of them yep which in case which you know in that case it's like well you can actually make a really fascinating show here about mm-hmm. you know like how occupations take place and how evil empires take stuff over but how people are always rebelling and fighting back yeah
1: and it looks like it's going to be doing that for the most part because we see like the empire coming into a town and like the people like Mm. banging drums to like signal each other and getting ready and whatnot
0: we we see a group of people who i can only assume are like the turncoats where it's like oh well they did used to be like our you know guards Mm -hmm. or our law enforcement but they quickly turned on us to you know lick the boots of the empire yeah yeah Cause we see guys in uniforms that aren't imperial uniforms but are clearly like military uniforms yeah. going door to door again shit. i think
1: those guys are like the hitler youth of the empire right. where they're like kind the of brown like, shirts. yeah where they're like kind of working for the empire and like local militia sort of thing
0: Yeah, which, again, very interesting. Very interesting. And also, too, I guess it only makes sense to, you know, follow other people so you don't fall into that prequel problem where it's like, well, we know what happens to Cassian Andor. He dies (laughs) when that planet blows up in Rogue One. (laughs) But, yeah, it it looks very cool. It looks different. Again, I think they've, like, got that note from, like, the Marvel shows where it's like, look, just make them different enough. Yeah. Make them different enough. And, again, hey – if you know obi-wan and mandalorian and boba fett are all taking their cues from westerns and samurai movies this one looks to be taking the cue from like world war Two serials yes.
1: yeah yeah again like the some of the bread and butter of star wars
0: of star wars so they're learning they get it where it's like look you know star wars just can't reference star wars star mm-hmm. wars needs to be referencing other stuff
1: yeah and yeah i'm i'm really looking forward to it and this is going to be the longest uh oh really of the shows yeah it's gonna be 12 episodes and it's two seasons already so oh shit 24 episodes yeah
0: so they really believe in this
1: yeah yeah and i get yeah i guess they have a story to tell again it's the guy who who came in and sort of sorted out rogue one who's doing it tony uh the guy behind like the Bourne films and stuff
0: right oh that's cool yeah i'm sure we'll get some close-up shaky cam fight scenes (laughs) because why
1: not why not yeah
0: (laughs) why not uh we got that we also got the uh word on a new animated series for the star wars uh tales of the jedi which is going to be a whole animated anthology
1: yes i saw the trailer for it and i it's on our discord if you want to go check that out um we're not saying we're just saying (laughs) but yeah yeah this it's going to be six episodes and it's it's literally just like another season of clone wars it's set like, we get to see like a young count dooku with his padawan qui-gon Jinn sorting out like some sort of civil war there's a yadel episode
0: nice which we've not really seen any of that stuff before like yeah hey let's mm-hmm. go back in time and look at some young dooku stuff uh, ahsoka we're gonna have a young <laughs> ahsoka story too
1: yep yeah, with her as a baby
0: which again man it's it's funny when they're like oh this show will give us the origins of ahsoka i'm like well what the fuck was that eight seasons of clone wars about if not her origin how farther back can we go uh baby ahsoka okay fair enough
1: <laughs> yeah right up until the time ploku comes and gets her
0: i guess i mean i guess this is going to be learning about her parents and shit i suppose
1: yeah probably it'll probably be mostly about like her uh, culture and stuff yeah
0: yeah star wars fucking loves parents don't they
1: (laughs) and and taking children away from the parents
0: (laughs) (laughs) they sure do we love parents we love killing parents (laughs) we love taking children away from their parents (laughs) it's a time-honored tradition yeah sign me up I'm i'm about all of this i definitely want to check that shit out
1: yeah it looks really fucking good it's just yeah again just just more clone wars episodes which is always good
0: Works for me. And speaking of more episodes, we uh, just today we got the trailer for Bad Batch season two.
1: Yes, yes, and it it looks big.
0: It does. It's funny, you know. I I, I joked in season one where I'm like, this is just the A team, and literally in season two they're like, no, we're really just the A team. Though we we defeated our villains and earned our freedom, and now literally, if you can find us, you can hire the Bad Batch. Da, 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 da.
1: I, I'm fine with that. I'm totally I'm fine, fine with, with that. Too
0: i mean literally it's it's a great storytelling device because you could do a billion things with it and they will uh o- omega is a little older now
1: yep yep yeah we see she's got like a new costume she's still got that bow yeah. and everything i like that they've also repainted their armor and it's now like, instead of like that gray red it's mm-hmm. like gray yellow
0: yes because you know we're we've gone up in color we're not like you know the crazy <laughs> death squad that no. we were we're actually kind of heroic now
1: no yeah it, it looks great there's um we got to see uh the the wookiee jedi padawan yes. gungi again we know he survived gungi. we know he survived um order Every- 66 and-
0: everyone losing their fucking shit for gungi everyone's just dicks out for gungi and yeah. i love
1: and it yeah all, all i'm so glad that he's survived. and i think i think we do briefly see some of the other guys from that th- those clone wars episodes
0: yeah 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 so yeah we'll probably we'll probably get another young hera episode because she <laughs> got an arc in the <laughs> first season we'll probably get more cad bane don't be shocked if we get boba fett at some point because omega is basically like him another clone that got to grow up naturally yeah
1: i'm intrigued to see them continue that plot from like the season finale where uh they were the the imperial was headed to mount tantus because mount tantus is tied to like thrawn and like uh the head of the empire series and everything yeah yeah. so yeah i'm I'm intrigued to see what they're going to do with that
0: places they could go places they could go and i'm definitely excited about it man they should make a bad batch video game like a squad based (laughs) video game where you can play one of the guys and they all have their own different skills a la borderlands wouldn't that be fucking dope so so
1: like a a sequel to clone commando yeah
0: republic commando sorry bad batch commando (laughs) come on fucking make it Uh, Captain Kuhn helping us out. Don't you know, Joel Star Wars? You don't. Uh, you don't special until your parents are also special. <laughs> yeah, that is kind of something they have to deal with, don't they? <laughs> I mean, say what you want about the Kylo Ren, whose parents were also special, but he at least called it out.
1: <laughs> he didn't buy into the nepotism.
0: <laughs> exactly. You know, one family or one group of families cannot keep piloting the whole fucking universe. <laughs> Damn it, Dad. <laughs> Yes, I'm mad, but also right. <laughs> uh We're getting a new Jude Law Star Wars series too. This won't be coming out till 2023, but it's called Skeleton Crew. Yeah,
1: this one was already, this one was recently shot and uh shot by John Watts, the guy who directed oh, nice. uh, Spider Man. Yeah, and uh, yeah, it's cool. What's uh, it about? S- Skeleton Crew. Well, uh, it, he compared it to to like a, like 1980s Amblin Studios oh. film, so like a very like uh, you know kind of like stranger things you know bunch of kids on fucking bikes riding around fucking neighborhood but like in space i think it's i think it's about like kids that get lost in the galaxy or something they gotta like find their way home i imagine jude law is probably gonna be the guy who owns the ship they snuck aboard on or something you know
0: oh interesting so we're doing more of the exploration side of star wars yeah yeah about that see with a name like skeleton crew i assumed that jude law you know finds a haunted ship filled with skeletons and he has to become their captain
1: spooky skeletons yeah
0: spooky skeletons that he has to befriend you know he finds the planet of the skelly man and he has to like take them somewhere to find their skin you know <laughs> it's just jude law getting yelled at by skeletons for 12 episodes <laughs> Which, man, you know, apparently we we can't do any wrong with Star Wars these days for streaming, so why not? (laughs) Uh, That's good shit. Uh, So some more leaked trailer stuff. This isn't officially out yet, but if you can look, you can find it. We got a little trailer snippet for the Ahsoka show.
1: Yeah, uh, again, uh, on our Discord. um not saying we're just saying but yeah we got like a 40 second or so trailer of it and uh boy did it confirm action rebels boy did it confirm a lot of stuff yeah
0: <laughs> rebels but in live action yeah. is all we're saying yeah. we're doing the thing we're yeah. doing the thing Matt.
1: we literally see like hera we see yep. sabine we see the mural that was that in the final episode of rebels that uh oh. that they they had on that uh door between worlds place
0: yep love it oh oh, 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 i'm sorry that's just my oak wood erection hitting the table i'm sorry about that it's just everything i've ever wanted more rebels
1: (laughs) they confirmed chopper is going to be in the show
0: and he'll continue his massive
1: his kill screen. Mass yeah, now he's killing Imperial Remnant, yeah.
0: In live action, yeah, Chopper, the greatest killer in the Star Wars universe
1: <laughs> Um Hu Hu Yang was in the trailer, the droid Hu Yang, uh oh. who's played by David Tennant in the Clone Wars series. He's the droid yeah. who uh ferries Padawans to Illum to make their lightsabers. How about that? Yeah
0: that's going to be cool again maybe we'll see live action ezra maybe we'll see live action thrawn here it kind of feels like that's
1: where they're going i mean ahsoka mentioned thorn in the mandalorian and she's looking for him so yeah i imagine i imagine we're going to pick up right where that last episode of rebels ended where ahsoka comes to sabine and they head off to go and find uh ezra and wherever they went
0: i am so stoked for that and i also know that's going to drive some people fucking crazy because it means they're (laughs) going to have to watch the cartoon
1: yeah yeah, i don't want to watch cartoons they're not for adults
0: but again it's like it's the fucking ahsoka show so you (laughs) know her from a goddamn cartoon (laughs) so if you're not watching it for that reason then what the hell's the matter with you
1: exactly exactly you're going to miss out on like 90 percent of the story
0: (laughs) if you didn't watch the cartoons then when she showed up in mandalorian there you were just scratching your head in which case this is not for you
1: yeah yeah (laughs)
0: This is for the people like me who are super fucking invested in this, and for whom Rebels is still their favorite new Star Wars thing, in like the last decade.
1: Yeah, yeah.
0: Such good shit. Uh, we got some comic news too, because Star Wars also is a major fixture in comics. Mm-hmm. Uh, we're going to be getting more High Republic stuff, and we're also going to be getting the first ever Yoda Solo comic.
1: Yep, yep. Uh, an anthology series. It's gonna it's gonna be ten issues, and each. Uh, each uh creative team there's going to be three creative teams and each of them get three issues nice yeah so i guess it's just like it's going to take place throughout however many years you know centuries
0: i'm down for it i'm down for all of this yeah uh michael reese helping us out there hey circling back to blue beetle movie do you think uh, average audiences will be confused by another hero with an alien on his body that he talks to
1: (laughs) no because this one will probably be pretty good yeah people are this one looks like like it's got some money behind it
0: (laughs) yeah but people will like this one not in spite of itself and maybe not ironically
1: yeah how the summer of blue beetle man
0: yeah i'm beetling (laughs) beetling so hard yeah we gotta smash that over like morbing i'm beetling which some reason sounds much filthier and i don't know why oh god he beetled all over the place ah shit get a shop towel (laughs) man yeah, i guess we'll have to talk about that now so yeah fucking morbius they memed it to like you know trending on twitter for like three days straight no, even for a whole
1: week even
0: though yeah even though no one has seen the movie and that's the joke
1: yeah yeah
0: that's the joke that no one has seen it and they're just like making up shit so, that happened in the movie so,
1: someone streamed the entire movie 24 7 on twitch for a for i think like a whole day and a half before Amazing. sony took it off and 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 the perfect thing is that sony uh, nuked that stream just as the movie finished as well like on stunning. one of its times yeah
0: stunning they're like we could turn it off now but you know we, we want some people to see it at least <laughs> this might be the only way <laughs> but yeah so people have just been memeing the shit out of it obviously you know it's Morbin time he didn't say that but he might have you don't know you didn't see the movie yeah he
1: might have he might say it in the sequel yeah he He said it in the video game you know
0: (laughs) yeah exactly the video game that happened yeah you didn't know that there was a video game but there was yeah
1: it was called morbius has sex
0: (laughs) (laughs) my my favorite of those like meme morbius jokes are the bit where someone has a line where it's like, yeah, but my favorite line from the movie was, before I thought I was Lessius, but now I finally know <laughs> that I'm Morbius. <laughs> <laughs> Which is such a terrible line, you would expect it to be in a bad movie like that.
1: Yeah, yeah. <laughs>
0: But also, as much fun as we're having with this now, everyone, don't meme it too hard, because the Sony movie algorithm that makes all their choices for them, yeah, they don't get irony, and they will greenlight a sequel just to spite us all.
1: Oh, they're, they're hard at work writing it, you know?
0: Man, fucking, the last episode of Barry, they had a great bit where, like, a studio type talks about the algorithm. Yep. And yep. it so perfectly encapsulates everything that's wrong with Hollywood and why we might get a Morbius sequel. Cause it's like, wait, why are you canceling my show now? Oh, well, the algorithm you weren't testing with the right key demos. But but you said you loved the show and you gave <laughs> us a big It's only
1: been twelve hours.
0: <laughs> yeah, you gave us a big red carpet and you dumped a bunch of money into it. Why are you canceling it now the day of because the algorithm what the fuck do you actually do here if you let algorithms make all your choices for you? I hear what you're saying.
1: It, <laughs> it's the perfect encapsulation of like like the netflix model yeah <laughs> they like cancel shows the day of them premiering like their first season or something yeah
0: we, we don't let anyone we don't let anything catch on because again we let fucking a computer pick stuff for us now because yeah. we have no actual concept of what is quality anymore because we just let computers do everything yeah
1: yeah
0: people like cake yeah <laughs> they like that if you eat a dessert in the first five minutes that gets a season two yep (laughs) that's what the algorithm has decided and you're thinking that's ridiculous no human being could do that but like legitimately
1: yeah it's exactly like that
0: yeah (laughs) barry was eating a muffin in the premiere because the algorithm says so (laughs) well i guess we know uh, Tevia helping us out too. Their uh, opinions on Discovery being mad at J.J. J. Abrams. I don't follow Star Trek.
1: No, no, they weren't mad at him. They weren't mad at him. They were just asking, hey, can you? Because because he's his company is like part of um oh, W yeah, W B. Yeah. Like he's got like uh stuff to right, do with like I Constantine and stuff and all that. And they were yes. just asking him, like, hey, can we like see some like scripts?
0: That's right. That, yes, that's
1: literally cool. all uh, that it was
0: yeah he was doing like uh, justice league dark and constantine Mm -hmm. yes yeah we heard about that forever ago and he's like shown nothing about it yeah yeah well you see it's a mystery box my work you see it's right here it's in this box labeled mystery yeah yeah (laughs) i bet you want to open it and look at it well you can't
1: can can and it's schrodinger's mystery it's going to be in there but if you open the box it's not
0: must be fun being jj abrams (laughs) (laughs) must be fun saying i'm working on this stuff when i'm not (laughs) he's like "Ah, fuck you know i wanted to write that constantine thing but i've just been playing too much elden ring you know
1: yeah i've been i've been been trying to find what what the next lost is going to (laughs) be
0: yeah yeah exactly you know i'm just here on new game plus you know (laughs) just been busy you know
1: (laughs) it's
0: fun being jj abrams yeah yeah all right. Now our last piece of comic book news here uh, actually relates to something we're going to be talking about later. Uh Robin versus Batman is going to be a brand new event coming from Mark Wade this September. It's going to be spinning out of the pages of that Batman Superman Worlds Finest and also Shadow War because this week they made reference to Devil Nisa.
1: Yeah. Uh yeah, we'll, we'll talk about those fucking so shadow war books um
0: that that blew my fucking mind i'm like seriously these are connected and also you're basically telling us right now that batman and damien aren't gonna be cool at the end of this because they gotta go have a fight all september are you fucking kidding me
1: people at dc have found out that 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 sells stuff if they're against each other i guess how many how many times have we had like the batman versus rob there was a fucking cartoon like movie made about it so yeah people fucking love it
0: Again, like they've been at odds with each other for like a year and a half now, and more apparently than they're going to keep more than that. I guess so. Has I? I mean, like God, I guess si- since, like since Tom King, yeah,
1: since Tom King had uh, had uh, Damian be the reason why Alfred was killed, yeah. Which fuck yeah, I guess that's been going on for like
0: almost three years. And goddamn, are they just going to keep cock teasing us this forever now? Apparently, yes. yes. This is the new thing. It's weird too, cause like it's one thing when Joshua Williamson's doing it, but it's like Joshua Williamson is handing it off to Mark Wade now and also another writer in the Robin book because he's off that book now.
1: Mm-hmm,
0: mm-hmm. Weird. Weird choice. Weird. Yeah. Yeah. I don't know if I would do it that way, but apparently that's how they're doing it. Yep. Yeah. All right. I guess with that we can actually officially hop into what we read this week. Yeah lot of a lot of books again i didn't get to everything but i tried to get as much as i could before we started the show
1: yeah do, do we want to start with all, with those two shadow war books because this sure, might, pretty much well. finishes the event yeah
0: yeah, more or less it's done and we got an omega issue after this.
1: Yeah, we we got the reveal of who the deathstroke was and it's fucking Geo-Force.
0: It was Geo-Force, <laughs> Geo which I I will admit I was of two minds of this. The first time I saw it I'm like are you fucking kidding me? Geo-Force? No one gives a shit about Geo-Force as a hero. Why would they give a shit about him yeah. as a villain? And then I'm like, well, actually when you break it down it makes a lot of sense because he he was in issue 1 actually. Brion was <laughs> in issue 1 of this. He was like the voice of the international world being like, hey, Rachel al Ghul should be made to answer for all the crimes he committed, not just, you know, answer in America. And I'm like, okay, that's a reason. Oh, yeah, his sister was also, like, raped by Deathstroke very famously in Judas contract. So, yep, that's a reason to be pissed off at him, too. He also got his fake suit from Gamby, the brother of the guy who... Mm-hmm what is it made suits for black lightning so obviously he would know where to get a good fake one and we know the fake was disappearing by traveling underground geoforce has those powers and i'm mm-hmm. like okay this was a long fucking walk to get here but it checks out
1: <laughs> the, the the thing that really like threw me like i understood all of them but i'm like really it took you like this many years to try this you didn't try yeah, this I... before yes like how long ago was judas contracted
0: like forever ago yeah Yeah. like if you were gonna break bad why did you only break bad now yeah
1: like when when was like deciding to like become a good guy
0: yeah exactly eric santi helping us out again batman and robin are fighting because the algorithm said so i mean you joke but like (laughs) yeah yeah,
1: maybe that is batman had ate a dessert you know at the start of the the series yeah
0: so it's gotta be good yeah but yeah so fucking geoforce was behind everything Yeah. All right. Fair enough, I guess. Oh, yeah. And it explains why he was hiding his accent and why, you know, he knew Batman and his tactics inside out because he was an outsider. Yeah. Once upon a time. And also he blames Batman, too, because it's like you could have stopped race years ago, but you didn't. (laughs) It's like, fair enough. But I was also stepping his daughter. So, you know, (laughs) it made it difficult. (laughs) No one comes off good in Shadow War. That's the real problem with it. No, no. everyone actually kind of feels like a different flavor of dick
1: yeah 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 and it like and like i can understand batman being a dick but it's not like that again different flavor of dick <laughs> you know yeah. it's not the usual dicky niche of batman it's like a very different one and it doesn't fit yeah. him at all
0: functorial helping us out here i want to see venom meet morbius and man wolf like and Costello meet the monsters. <laughs> <laughs> okay see that would be good actually see they won't make that because that's a good idea <laughs> But yeah, well, like everyone being a dick in this story where like Deathstroke, he's vaguely sympathetic because he's like, oh, I can have a second chance with Respawn. Mm-hmm. You know, I can make up for all my bad mistakes as a parent. Oh, I guess he's dead now.
1: Yeah, yeah.
0: <laughs> I guess he didn't live up to his name. Sorry about that. Oh, well, I've learned nothing. So I'm going to like threaten more children and break <laughs> Clown Hunter's arm because I'm an asshole. <laughs> Also, he's mad at me about Tara. so the book also remembers that Destrick is canonically a pedophile, too.
1: Yeah, multiple times, yeah. uh, Again, uh, I I said it back when... um when batman first met up with deathstroke in the book like like deathstroke's first thing is like these are my children these are my i'm like oh that's kind of creepy i'm
0: like you're a sex offender man
1: <laughs> yeah also- batman batman has every right to try and take these children away from you also also like deathstroke
0: guilt trips him into saving the sacred society of super because yeah. he's like yeah i bet you would only you know help me and save me if i was a good person not a murder murderer sex offender and batman's like well yeah i try and help everyone but yeah the good people are gonna take precedent over you because because you chose this life and you're doing this
1: you're a pedophile man you don't have the high ground
0: <laughs> yeah exactly but like batman's like oh you got me i guess i'll get batman inc to save you guys then <laughs> They do a real number on Rose in this book, too, where she's like, I have no agency at all. I helped Damien because he asked me, and then my dad tried to kill me, but I still helped him anyway. Still helped
1: him, yeah, yeah. She's just been going from one person to another. Like, I'll help you. I'll help you because you said so.
0: Yeah, she's just ping-ponging around to everyone. I'm like, that's sad. Rose was a way better character in Robin. Why why did she lose all agency? Mm -hmm. But yeah, this... Like In in the broadest strokes, this book would be fine if it was just a Deathstroke story or just a Robin story, but the fact that it's a way too long event that makes me pick up multiple books, that's the problem.
2: Mm -hmm.
0: Oh, Angel Breaker and Ghostmaker have a fight too because they know each other. Yeah. Which was kind of funny because it's like, oh, hey, my original anime OC is better than your original anime OC. Let's have them fight and see what happens. Yeah and i'm like okay this is pure self-indulgence right here (laughs) yeah yeah that's this book it's indulgent it has a couple good ideas but like it doesn't need to be a big crossover event it's
1: it's indulgent but i could tell the writer williamson was more interested in what he's doing over in dark crisis
0: absolutely i i I would love to know like okay when did he know he was writing dark crisis
1: yeah when did he when did he know he was writing dark crisis and when did editorial tell him that this is going to be an event
0: yeah because if this was just a story in Deathstroke or in Robin I think it would have been much better but the fact that it needs to be this overlong crossover Cause, and also
1: because again these two issues much like the last two issues could have just been one issue of just Deathstroke yes. or Robin
0: absolutely and, and also too I gotta wonder it was part of this also stalling for time so Chip Zdarsky could start his Batman run yeah maybe because it's like why does this need to be a Batman book too
1: yeah it doesn't he didn't need really to be doesn't... involved at all
0: batman arguably has the least skin in the game of anyone yeah yeah like the fact that he's just tangentially involved where it's like well that's my kid and that's my baby mama so you know yeah. i guess i'm involved
1: i want to say as well yeah they're, they're going to involve what's what was that villain called that williamson did in his batman run that uh, oh abyss abyss I, I i i swear it might have been in that last but in the last batman time but like the ending said something about abyss really yeah i i, I wouldn't i wouldn't be surprised you know it's, it's it's williamson's story and it's williamson's own oc so yeah
0: yeah gotta gotta get all the ocs together in one place the oc league <laughs> but yeah that was that was shadow war that was robin and deathstroke it's whatever
1: yeah it's yeah it, it shouldn't have been an event
0: it shouldn't have been event the reveal itself is actually pretty okay it's all right but beyond it's all right, but it's also like, you know, no one gave a fuck about Geoforce when he was a hero. No one's yeah. going to give a fuck about him as a mystery villain.
1: Yeah, yeah.
0: I, I do find it funny, though, that he is a mystery villain in this, and he's actually kind of an antagonist in Young Justice right now. Oh, yeah? So I wonder, I'm like, is that like a weird kind of synergy? Like, you know, did uh, Williamson watch Young Justice? And he's like, yeah, you know, I got an idea for that. <laughs> I wonder. I really wonder. <laughs> Also, too, how the fuck do you keep writing a Deathstroke book now that you, like, straight up say, yeah, and hey, remember everyone, canonically, this guy's a sex offender.
1: You have to make him a full villain now
0: you have to like that's that's what was so good about uh the the priest version of the yeah. book because the priest book made no apologies for deathstroke no. i am a villainous protagonist i hurt everyone who's in my orbit
1: yeah and for some reason i you know what it was they tried to do like the harley quinn route with him where they wanted mm. they're like we're gonna turn him into like you know the the anti-hero you know cool anti-hero yeah. like much like harley quinn because that was really successful somehow um yeah and, yeah, we're just going to put that onto this character and see if it works. But the guy's a pedophile. He can't yeah. do, Can't do that with a pedophile.
0: And at least with Harley, it's like, well, you know, she had Florence Nightingale syndrome. You know, yeah, she, was yeah. the, she, she, she was a victim of the Joker where Slade is like, no, nah, but he's a victimizer, though. Yeah, it's yeah. a big
1: difference. Yeah.
0: He, he kills for money. His whole thing is that he has zero, you know, morals. And, yes, he, his family life is all fucked up, but it's fucked up because of him. Yes. That's the problem. Yes. Like, he's always like, I... he's like oh well, i feel bad about what happened with my sons and my wife and everything I'm like that's your fault because you took money to kill people and your enemies came to get you <laughs> it's always your fault slade it's always gonna be your fault
1: yeah uh, yeah well at least in dark crisis it looks like he's gonna be a villain so
0: it looks like he's gonna break full is that is that what this is about is this like williamson being like let us never speak again about an anti-heroic death stroke? he's bad and bad to the core
1: but but like it's such a roundabout way especially when you had like the actual great darkness be like i can take over these villains and make them evil again Mm, true like you could have just done that and it would just save so much fucking hassle with the series
0: captain kuhn helping us out geoforce you could have stopped race years ago batman now i hear what you're saying you're throwing down points but alternatively look at talia's ass just saying
1: (laughs) true true
0: just saying damn damn you got me there
1: (laughs) Yeah got me.
0: Oh again too also they make a big deal about like oh is Deathstroke dead? Did Talia kill him? No, because we already know he's gonna be in Dark Crisis. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> We've already seen the artwork, so there's no point. <laughs> no point in any of it. Oh well. <laughs> uh, what else did you have this week, Map?
1: Uh let's have a look. Uh I had um Action Comics issue one thousand and forty three.
0: Haven't gotten to this one yet, but it looks good.
1: Uh yeah it is. It's uh the the second act of the big war world saga is called War World Revolution. Nice. And um killer. Yeah, it's Superman just leading leading the charge uh, with his uh Philosians and Warzoons that joined him against uh, Teacher, who has um Manchester Black like captured in like this machine that he was planning on using to like crack open his mind and use all of like the fucked up shit in his mind against his friends like he can make his like nightmares real and he was going to use them yeah. against Superman and everything but uh Superman and that got there before that could actually happen and they end up taking down uh Darling and Orphan and getting the uh orphan box that they needed to oh, yes. to get a foothold uh mongol meanwhile they have their
0: own orphan box yeah
1: yeah mongol mimo is in the necropolis and he's trying to like he's like looking for something because he knows the rebels are down there and he's trying to Mm find them so he's like ripping up the acropolis and um uh he's told by a shadowy being that we don't actually see but he's the one who told him to like goad superman into coming to him we don't yeah, see who that. It guy is.
0: who may or may not be the storyteller but yes, the guy who's yes. been pulling mongol strings yeah. since day one
1: probably by like, yeah probably the storyteller because um,
0: that guy seems to know the future and yes. shadow man also seems to know the future
1: yeah um so yeah he uh, he warns mongol against this because of all the genesis energy that's down there and you rip it up that's literally mm-hmm. like the life force of of war world you rip that up the great worms die the great worms die the atmosphere dies whole planet fucking dies but mongol doesn't give a shit uh he, yeah, he wants like he wants to stop superman before anything bad happens um and we find out that he's taken apollo from the world forge and he's He's like connected him up into Warworld's uh, main system, so now uh, Apollo using Apollo's power, he can like teleport Warworld around the universe, Ooh. and he does so. He teleports them to like a, a world and like um, invades this world and like subjugates it. And we find it it's a world belonging to the United Planets. Uh, that oh, that one yes, guy. it been Harris. a while. That one guy, Tharus, who was like working for Mongol inside the United Planets and kind of stalling them from like helping.
0: Right. It's been a while since we've gone back to those guys. Yeah.
1: Yeah. Yeah. So, so, uh, he he invades this world and uh meets with Tharos and uh we learn that Tharos has been kind of like scheming behind Mongol's back and Mongol found out because yes. the united planets have been getting like these Thanagarian warships ready and they they mm. actually are in a position where if Warworld were to attack them they could actually defeat Warworld
0: mm. so so
1: Mongol says he's going to take this world and he wants 10,000 of the the warships sent to him so they can bolster his army Oh. Uh, while all this is happening, Superman uh heads to the Acropolis and hides out with the like rebels, and they're trying to sort out like what's going to happen next because they need to get Apollo, but then they also need to get Enchantress, and everyone now just oh, realized yeah, that Enchantress wow. is actually part of this team as well. <laughs>
0: yeah i was gonna say fuck she's been gone everyone was asking where manchester black was no one was asking where
1: enchantress was even though
0: she was totally on the team too so
1: so we learn where she's been taken she's been taken by uh what Byler and the others call like the witch queen and she's Mm. like we find out that long ago mongol invaded this rich uh resource rich planet that everyone on it was already dead when they got there and they found out that the people of this planet knew mongol was coming for them so rather than then become slaves and everything they released this ancient evil that was buried in this in their uh, in their planet and it killed them but then it also killed all of mongol's army and mongol mm-hmm. was the only one who was able to survive because he made a deal with this witch queen where he'd uh-huh. give her everything if she worked for him and that's oh, who this person nice. is, and and Enchantress and is trapped in what they call the nest, and they they come up to this decision where they they need to get Apollo, but they also need to get Enchantress, but getting Enchantress may uh, incur the wrath of this witch queen who might kill everyone. So like, mm, what are they to bit do? Of a problem. Yeah, um, while Superman decides like what to do, he he and Byla talk, and Byla actually kind of reveals like kind of a big thing about Warworld, and that Warworld it was a planet beforehand but before but after that it became kind of like a a, a trap for what is called a god aspect and what mm. it is is it's a god aspect is a part of a one of the first ever gods ever created in the universe called olgrim uh who was like um hey
0: weren't it was, we in olgrim's mind in that yes uh yeah. Okay. Cool. In yes. that uh, freaking issue, there. That special. Uh, yes. That special issue. Yes. yes. Okay. Cool. I'm on board.
1: Yeah. Um. We find out that uh, Ulgrim was like, he's like the embodiment of like, fury, rage, wisdom, like all these different things. And um, he wanted to like take over the galaxy, and other gods rose up to like defeat him, and they ripped him all apart, and then cast him into gems, basically infinity stones, and uh, each one of them is. Spread throughout the multiverse, and each one of them has a certain thing protecting them. And the one that protects the one on Warworld, like Warworld, is the thing that protects it, because it's at the mm. center of it. And we find out that the actual gem is the thing that Mongol wears in his chest.
0: Oh shit! We're actually given some story and origin <laughs> to that, because he's always had it. And I was like, what the yeah. fuck is that well, thing?
1: Well, the backup of this story actually details how the first Mongol got that gem.
0: Oh, that's
1: sick as hell. Yeah, we learned that the, like the first Mongol was like a just like a caveman who like saw something fall from the sky, and he went to investigate, and it was like another alien who'd come to the necropolis to like search it, and he had the gem, and Mongol killed him and took the gem, and the gem gave him like like sentience sort of and like power, and he took the name Mongol because Mongol in Warzone means strongest. Mm yeah i like it i like it a lot yeah and and the issue the issue yeah ends with uh mongol get with his new thanagarian war fleet uh attack finding the the Fallosians and the war who are uh resisting him and he, he just blows them all up
0: so this stone stuff has to be philip kennedy johnson's like next big thing on superman that's so, like gonna yeah. outlast it, it's, even more world it's
1: set up yeah it's the setup it's like oh yeah superman's gonna be going into the multiverse to find these you know gonna follow mongol or something cuz mongol this wants is, to collect them all or something
0: this is a massive setup and also a good reason too for superman to not go back to earth so john yes. can keep being superman for the next little bit yes we got to keep superman nice and busy but hey i'm fucking fine with that yeah multiversal it, superman it, hell yeah it,
1: it is such a cool like like story setup and everything like yeah it's it's basically like you know infinity stone green lantern ring sort of thing but like i, mean, I don't hey, give a fuck it, the story behind them is cool
0: likewise i mean this main story that i'm loving is basically just fucking you know world war hulk gladiator and it yeah. works with superman so yeah let's conan let's have him bar- go on
1: an infinity quest conan the barbarian via superman you yeah know? <laughs> yeah let's
0: let's do it let's keep, i mean they're good stories because they work and yeah. superman can be dropped into literally anything and everything
1: yeah yeah oh
0: let's go for it uh i guess from superman we can talk about spider-man i amazing spider-man number two this week i haven't read this one yet uh a lot of people were very pissy because it didn't uh resolve anything with mary Jane, and i'm like no really two issues (laughs) in you think they're gonna resolve the whole story right now
1: that that old thing again
0: (laughs) yes people were like this cover lied to me and i'm like dude comic covers have been lying since the golden age why are you getting pissed about (laughs) this now i
1: I love when people get pissed off at covers i'm like this isn't the first time (laughs) I'm like, you sweet, sweet
0: summer child, you didn't know comic covers are basically the original clickbait. Yep. (laughs) So, yeah, it's uh, Spider Man getting involved in this big gang war between uh, Tombstone and The Rose. And honestly, this is a very strong Tombstone issue Mm -hmm. because his daughter comes to him and it's like, oh, you know, someone tried to kill you. I'll get the Sinister Syndicate. You know, we'll go, we'll go kill The Rose. And he goes, nah, you know, Janice, I, I want you to get out of here. I want you and Randy. To go on a vacation, not because I don't think you're strong enough, not because I think I need to protect you, but because I don't want you to see what I have to become (laughs) to defeat the Rose. i got to be the old tombstone (laughs) again. And in fact, he goes an extra step further by uncapping all of his teeth and re-revealing the fangs. Oh, no. (laughs) And I'm like, oh, yeah, that's right. They used to draw Tombstone with fangs, and then they just stopped one day. And he's like, yeah, two grand apiece for caps. But, you know, I'm going to have to bite some guys in the face, so you know. (laughs) And I'm like, that's fucking sick. I love American gangster Tombstone. This is great.
1: That's cool. Yeah.
0: (laughs) I love it. I got to be the whole Tombstone again. (laughs) And uh, there's also like some fun stuff. It's uh, Norman Osborn comes to Peter's door because he's like the only person who's still talking to him. Mm -hmm. And Peter's like, normally I'd ask you to leave, but I know you had your sins taken from you. And Norman's like, oh, that's so unscientific and shitty. But yeah, that's what happened. (laughs) And he's like, I know you need a job. So like, how do you want to like watch my grandkids for a bit? So watch Stanley and Normie for the day. And Peter does like a good job with it. Oh, that's good yeah and norman wants to rebuild his company he's like yeah i'm an industrialist man you know i'm a money maker i'm a mover and a shaker i'm looking for a new office space maybe i can hire you on when i get it
1: yeah nice nice
0: so yeah so like good norman just trying to like rebuild his life
1: i i kind of like the dichotomy there of like norman's gone good whereas like tombstone he was kind of good there for a little bit and Mm. he's gone he's like broke bad again
0: (laughs) Again, yeah, there's a, there's a lot of interesting stuff going on here. Uh, white Rabbit actually gets a shocking amount to do because her henchmen are like, why do we have to move the boxes? And she's like, because I got dressed up like a fucking rabbit woman today when I woke up this morning. That's why. <laughs> I'm like, whoa, is that actual characterization? Is that saying White Rabbit doesn't want to be a White Rabbit but has to be? <laughs> That's more than she's ever gotten. Yeah. <laughs> The the big action piece we get is a cool fight in the back of like a box truck where Tombstone fights Spider-Man and Spider-Man's like, I've beaten Tombstone like dozens of times since high school. The problem is my acrobatic fighting style does nothing for me in the back of a moving truck, yeah. so Tombstone like bear hugs him and breaks all of his ribs. <laughs> oh no. Yeah. And no, like Tombstone acts. <laughs> Yeah, and Tombstone actually gets one over, on I'm like, that's fucking cool. Good for you, Tombstone, getting your wins back.
1: Yeah, yeah.
0: And that's basically the issue. It's a cool, back-to-basics, down-and-dirty little Spider-Man story.
1: Nice, that sounds really cool.
0: It is, and because uh, John Romita Jr. drew it, he draws really good violent action.
1: Yeah, yeah, he does. Re- he really does, though, Hey
0: it's his skill it's you know it's something you can say that you know he's not as good as he used to be and maybe you're right but he's always been good at drawing violence yeah and this was a very violent spider-man issue so there you go
1: awesome awesome yeah
0: how how tombstone got his groove back nice
1: nice (laughs) and
0: he did uh what else did you have this week Matt?
1: uh i had avengers issue 56
0: right yes the cover of this was a pretty big deal because it was jane meeting jane
1: yeah so this is a continuation of the multiversal masters of evil storyline and um we pick up where jane is living kind of like a like 1950s idyllic life with thor she's like a housewife in asgard for thor and um she's but she's like having like um dreams and nightmares of like mr horse Calling for her and everything, and she knows something's not right because she keeps thinking like, "Oh, I've always wanted to be a doctor." And then she like quickly cor- then like quickly corrects herself and be like, "No, I want to be a housewife and a pig farmer, and you know, be be there for Thor when he gets home from work and everything." And, <laughs> oh, and um, she 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 starts knowing something's wrong when um she can't hear Mjolnir anymore. She's like, right. "Can't hear the hammer." And Thor's like, "Ah, why would you hear the, the hammer? You're not Thor. I'm Thor." and and like stuff starts going like a bit fucky around her and she picks up the hammer and uh like she can just like pick it up and everything and she's like i can't hear his voice or its thunder anymore and she hits thor with it and it breaks oh. and it's here we find out that um she is actually in a illusion cast by the council of red uh oh
0: yes the devil guys.
1: yeah mephisto has offered her like a uh a deal where like she can have this life if she just stays out of their business and everything um and thor and uh thor ends up like like melting because he's not real or anything and Mm. uh the the mephistos show themselves they're like but there's like a cartoon one and like big fat one big skinny one um and that's when the mighty thor shows up uh, jane jane foster who was a who thor from a different uh universe who actually continued being thor because odin's son oh. died during the war of the realms
0: oh that's interesting that's and,
1: an interesting take. And as, as she said there always must be a thor so she continued to be thor um so her and jane team up and because this is the jane from the Six One Six universe she has the ore weapon that's so she yes, she yes. manages to tap into that and turn into valkyrie cool. and so it's mighty thor and valkyrie fighting a bunch of mephistos and then they get to talking and the whole issue is about like temptation and everything and jane thinks that like oh these 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 um by the end of the issue once she's told the avengers what happened and everything she's like oh these mephistos don't know her at all they they tried to tease her with like being Miss thor but she she thought about being that at one point but then she grew up and had a life and had cancer and became thor and an avenger and she grew up
0: you just know that's jason aaron like yes. taking to ca- task everyone who called jane miss thor during his yes. time writing that book he's like yes. fuck you i'm gonna actually do miss thor
1: yeah and it's gonna be a fucking a good story and yeah th- the end she's like realizing like maybe that wasn't the temptation maybe the temptation was putting mjolnir in front of me because she still she misses being mm. being thor she misses just the hammer for the movie and yeah and and the last page is so bad because she's like looking longingly at the hammer and she can she can hear it still and everything um but like she can't have it and it's right in front of her and it's like that temptation so she wonders maybe the mephistos actually did get through to me you know maybe yeah. they actually were right and everything so i thought that was kind of cool
0: yeah yeah sounds it
1: yeah and i like that it was like really like a one-shot sort of issue in this larger story
0: see i haven't been reading this avengers but as someone who's like a massive fan of aaron's thor run i feel like i should read that for completion because it feels like a continuation
1: it really is yeah all the stuff he does with thor and like because valkyrie's on the avengers during this run uh like yeah yeah, it's pretty much a continuation
0: of the stuff he was doing right on that sounds good yeah uh, speaking of continuation, I also had, uh, Devil's Reign Omega number one. It's been so long since Devil's Reign ended, but here we got the little primer for what the next era is going to be.
1: Ooh, ooh. Tell, I, I kind of, like, flick through it, but, like, yeah, tell me what it's all about.
0: So there's a lot going on here, but also, like, it's just wrapping up loose ends. It's essentially, you know, Kingpin got away matt murdoch goes to mr fantastic and it's like can't you can't you super science a way to find him <laughs> and reed's like yeah i can but he's not showing up on any facial recognition which is basically zadarsky <laughs> saying okay we're done with kingpin and typhoid mary for a bit now
1: he put a fake mustache on
0: yeah well they imply that he might be in lot oh
1: okay yeah okay
0: that it's the only place he could go where you know no no man god human or super scientist could find him <laughs> And that's where he's gonna be hiding out for the next little bit. So looks looks like he kinda got away with the devil's reign and everything else that he did, which Matt doesn't love. Okay. They also have the funeral of Matt Murdoch, who is really Mike, because Matt's letting everyone think he's dead. Yes. He's letting everyone think he's dead, but like literally all the important people know what really happened. Yeah. Yeah. (laughs) Foggy knows Luke Cage and all of them know Luke Cage, who is mayor now, by the way.
1: Okay, yeah. So we didn't really get to see like any of that story
0: yep he he won the election he is now mayor and he admits to matt look i didn't want to do this i only did it to try and you know make sure that fisk was defeated but you're out Mm -hmm. here saying you want to do more with your life and you want to stop the hand so maybe i should do a little more with my life too maybe i should see where this mayor thing goes (laughs) nice and Danny also looks to, like, just be his assistant. He's not Iron Fist anymore, but, he, but they're still, like, the heroes for hire. I love it.
1: Okay, okay.
0: Because Butch shows up to the funeral and tries to put the fear into the new mayor, and Danny's like, no, 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 call his office. Yeah, okay. And Butch is, like, really sympathetic, too, because he's like, you know, this is a bullshit sham. I know that's Mike who died, not Matt. And, like, I'm his best friend, and I can't even mourn him. You heroes took this away from me. Oof. Yeah, and even Foggy's like, fuck, you're making a really good point now, actually. <laughs> <laughs> I guess we did kind of play gods on this one, our bad. Christian <laughs> uh, also doesn't know, and Foggy can't tell her.
1: Oh no, yeah, and she like saw him die.
0: Yes, Christian gives like this beautiful, heartfelt eulogy for Matt, but it's not Matt, it's Mike. And when they put Matt back, or Mike in the ground, she still has the Norn stone.
1: Ooh, I was wondering what happened to that
0: she has it she unknowingly makes a wish on it to see matt again and then puts it in the coffin with mike
1: oh do, do you reckon that that's gonna backfire and she's gonna see oh yeah she's gonna like actually see like the real matt like
0: oh 100 this is like oh this is gonna be so important later oh this is gonna fuck up everyone later no
1: doubt about she, it she's gonna um catch him as daredevil
0: Oh, yeah, yeah, yeah. There's totally some shit that's going to go down on that one. No doubt about it. Uh, The other two stories, because it's like an Omega issue and it's filled with like backups, have nothing to do with Daredevil. Oh, really? Yes, but they're still pretty fun. Uh, One is actually setting up Jim Zub's Thunderbolts book.
1: Okay, yeah.
0: The idea is, is Luke is mayor now, but even though he's mayor, he can't undo the Thunderbolts initiative, and he can't undo the laws that Fisk passed right away.
1: Okay, yeah, yeah. There's like a, I guess, a statute of limitations or something.
0: Yeah. So his thing is like, okay the thunderbolts are still running around as judge jury and executioner so i have to try and change that i have to take the fight to them so he beats up crossbones he beats up a bunch of the thunderbolts and then he hires like a pr firm to take over the group and it's like look you know they weren't always villains sometimes they were a force for good and let's try and do that again
1: okay yeah that okay that's quite interesting
0: yes my first role as mayor i want to make them an actual force for good in the city he goes to monica rambeau and he's like look i want you to lead the team because you know i trust you and i believe in you etc etc and spectrum says no (laughs) she turns him down she's like no luke because i know exactly how this is going to go i'm going to be the leader of your team the media and the powers that be are going to keep needling me and poking at me and calling me an angry black woman i'm not doing it (laughs) so she flies away and the PR firm is like okay we didn't get our first choice but what about our fifth choice Clinton Barton Hawkeye he can lead the team (laughs) and Luke's like fine whatever he's not doing anything and he was the Thunderbolt before so sure why not why not yeah I love it's a big long joke to be like we didn't get the leader we wanted but we got this instead (laughs) Uh, oh uh, Jess also adopted
1: Joseph the purple boy oh nice yeah cool
0: Because he was like, they separated him from his siblings and they put him in a home where he had to wear a power dampening collar (laughs) and Jess wasn't having any of that. And I'm like, oh, that's sweet. She went from like, you know, Purple Man ruining her life and being one of her greatest foes to now actually taking care of this kid to make sure he doesn't become an evil bastard like his father.
1: That's cool. Yeah
0: it's very nice it's a great bit of personal growth and it means i really hope they make that fucking mayor luke cage series because imagine if he's dealing with that at home and doing mayor stuff
1: i hope they do because uh, i know they they keep canceling his books
0: i know like, before e- even, be- yeah, out.
1: even before they come out yeah
0: yeah that tochi on a one and everything it's a real it's a real shame i tell you
1: yeah
0: it's a real real shit but it's good stuff
1: nice nice
0: good stuff good issue i don't know if it's required reading but there's like one or two things that happen where it's like oh that's gonna be important that's gonna be important
1: yeah i'll probably end up just reading like the main story book not the backups
0: again you don't really need the backups but also pick up jim zub's thunderbolts when it comes out (laughs) and uh after that i only had one more
1: cool cool i i i had one more but i imagine one of them is uh the one you're going to be talking about as well
0: uh mine was legion of x did you read legion of no, x no
1: no I, I i i actually thought it was going to be beyond the white knight
0: no, okay i did read that did that come out this week yeah i guess this yeah. came out this week yeah okay yeah. i did read that one okay let's talk about that thing because we both read it
1: yeah it was pretty fucking cool we got to see the backstory of Derek powers and batman
0: yes and he's weirdly sympathetic in this universe or at least more sympathetic than he was in the cartoon yes yeah he was a guy who you know did great things for wayne enterprises but hated knowing that in this world wayne built their tech arm off the back of uh, the freezes nazi research
1: yes yes and because of that he was like shuttered over into like the automotive department and Mm -hmm. he ended up turning that into wayne motors and and he was like getting military contracts and shit and
0: he Bru- became the godfather of the batmobile basically yeah
1: yeah yeah because Br- bruce didn't like what he was doing there and he, we find out that because uh bruce was using like parts from wayne motors on his batmobiles that that derek because he's a smart dude put two and two together and that bruce is actually batman
0: <laughs> yes and they both kind of agreed to a mutually assured destruction powers would be free to do what he want with wayne automotive And he would be able to make weapons and gear, but only if he made them for Batman. Yep. So he kind of became like an unwitting accomplice to this. And also Batman and the Joker AI kind of argue it out where it's like, look, if he just hated you and wanted to destroy you and your legacy, why Why did he keep Wayne in the name Wayne Powers? He could have written you out, but he didn't. Yeah, yeah. Again, he has a weird sort of respect for you, and even the Joker AI saying, "You know, I think I think people in this town like you and like Batman, even though you weren't a Wayne and everything. Yes. I think you know your legacy means more than you think it
1: does." It does, and we kind of actually see parts of that legacy uh, move on, especially with Duke's character. Uh, yes, with Duke uh, trying to like turn in his badge and like wants to like leave because Barbara and Dick are having like a shit fight with each other, and yep. Barbara ends up like. Denying him that and deciding like you're gonna work for Bruce because Bruce is no doubt gonna need help against the GTO and and powers, Mm -hmm. so you're gonna become the new Robin.
0: I love that Duke became a Robin in this universe. (laughs) After all, holy shit!
1: (laughs) (laughs) And as well as like I I was like reading the book. I'm like huh like Duke's like role is like you know the guy who like ran for mayor and like he was helping all the people. He's like like the only character in this whole series who doesn't have like an ulterior motive no yeah hidden agenda like he just wants to help the people of gotham and i think that's
0: been trying to do good
1: that's like the purest form of what batman is and the bat so it makes sense that he would become like a robin
0: and the robin was always meant to be like this you know grounding force for Mm -hmm. batman this true north star and everything you know do it do it for the children do it for the people who look up to you and everything
1: yeah so for to have bruce get that back is going to be quite interesting because as well like jack was also talking about how like he can keep running from like the cape and cowl and everything but that's who he is
0: i love when he puts on the new costume they basically reframe that scene from return of the joker where it's like oh, these are a little too long and i miss the cape oh the jacket (laughs) is like a cape, and oh those little things look like ears (laughs) very fun very fun oh and we find out the truth about uh bruce and harley getting married they only did it so harley wouldn't have to you know testify against him in court
1: yeah yeah he should have spousal privilege yes yeah
0: though perhaps she likes him more than uh, he likes her or yeah. there's definitely more going on there
1: absolutely yeah
0: and that the jack ai is kind of upset about the whole thing
1: he's upset about it but he's like you know what i kind of give you my blessing because like if, You're my if, best any- if anyone was to be with harley it should be you because it makes sense
0: <laughs> and bruce like i am not your best friend
1: <laughs> we don't have anything in common but like they kind of do because they're both fathers and they both yeah. love the same woman and
0: <laughs> yeah and they both want to try and save jackie now which is cool
1: yes yeah
0: Which is another big thing. And oh yeah, of course, uh, uh, Powers lied to Terry and Mm -hmm. said like, oh, it was Bruce Wayne who killed your father. You should go kill him.
1: Yeah, he's been like i like what they've been doing with terry where like we, we haven't really got much of him but what we have we got him he's like a kid who's just out of his depth completely totally. you know he's he's using the bat suit but like he's not really using it because uh Derek can like take control of it like he, yeah. he uses it to like kill that one guard when terry was trying to like do things like his way and like just non-violently just knock out the guards and everything yeah
0: the suit's not perfect either because no. like coffee gets it to decloak
1: yeah which makes sense because they, they've hit at home that it's a prototype suit it it was like half finished when when they stole it
0: yeah it's not the one we know from the cartoon yet no but yeah this uh this book this series this universe continues to keep throwing curveballs and again i have no idea what they're gonna do next yeah it's
1: great it's so good
0: i'm all about it. it's good shit yeah good 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 shit uh the last one i read this week was legion of x which is of course the big Psy sequel to way of x
1: tell me how wh- what are they doing in here what, what religion man, are they setting up now
0: man they do more concept work and more big ideas in this one <laughs> issue than like most other series i've read yep so uh, nightcrawler and legion formed their church the church of the spark and with that they have a new team the legionaries okay Which are one part warrior priests (laughs) and one part kind of cops that enforce the laws of Krakoa but also amend the laws as they see fit because they saw all the flaws in them in the last series. Okay, yep uh nightcrawler hates the idea of being called cops though but that's basically <laughs> what their job has become now
1: i was wondering when like Krakoa, because krakow is getting like its own companies and mm-hmm. and all this stuff I'm like when are you gonna get like like your uh, own police force your own police force and like medics and stuff because you had like legionaries and everything yeah yeah
0: It's the fucking legionaries. They're basically beat cops now. And uh, Nightcrawler gets called to Mars by storm because there's a big crisis of faith happening amongst the Arakai. Okay. So we get to learn about their religion. And Nightcrawler's like, well, I assume they were just like a bunch of militant atheists. And we meet basically the head of, you know, the faithful in uh, Erico and it's this big eyeball mutant called Arbitrix, which, you know, obviously Arbitrix, Arbiter. And she's like, no, it's not that, you know, the people of Erico are, you know, atheists. We used to have gods. We had a whole pantheon once upon a time, but we thought that they made us weak. So we killed them
1: all. Yeah they they always talk about wanting to return to Amenth and and yeah. the the ruling of Amenth and everything like that.
0: Yeah, we we killed our gods and now that we're living on Mars, now that you guys pulled us out of Amenth and everything, now gods stop by every so often to try and get us to worship them. But here's <laughs> the thing Everything in Erico is done through the lens of combat, yes. civil matters, matters of faith. Everything is settled by combat. So lots of gods of death and war and destruction <laughs> come to us and we kill them. <laughs> yeah, it's not that we don't believe gods and theology exist. It's just we've never found a god worth worshipping. When we find a strong one, we'll worship them until then we'll just kill them. And oh, yeah, my my eyeball, I can literally disintegrate anything just by looking at it. <laughs> And Nightcrawler's like, that's fucking horrifying. What do you want from me? Oh, well, a trickster god came here and didn't fight in the arena, which is actually the greatest insult and affront yeah to our whole people and uh, we think they're hiding out in Krakoa so find them and bring them back for us because uh, if you don't I'm <laughs> going to start looking and start disintegrating shit no pressure
1: Uh, that's great I'd love I'd love for them to tie this into uh X-Men Red and have Vulcan try and become their new god because that was like his whole thing in that in that second issue of X-Men Red he was like trying to instill his will over their Krakoans because because um he used to be, like, the leader of the Shi'ar Empire, and he wants to get mm-hmm. that, like, that godhood back. I'd love for them to tie it into that.
0: They might just. Uh, we get introduced to some new members of the team who weren't in Way of X. Uh, Forget-Me-Not is on the team.
1: Oh, yeah. The mutant who's there from the beginning. <laughs>
0: yep, but no one ever knows. And the whole deal is that he's working as a detective bringing in lawbreakers because there was one mutant who killed his wife and then, you know, ran away to Krakoa so the cops couldn't get him. Yeah. yep. yep. And forget me nots, like, yeah, you know, this power is actually pretty useful getting information out of people. You've been talking to me all night at the bar. You just don't remember me. <laughs> and I got you to co- admit to your crime. And now that you've admitted to it, my partner is going to take you in for questioning. Get him, juggernaut. <laughs> yeah juggernaut is his partner and kane's like yeah professor x said i could like hang out here in mutant paradise and basically like you know it's a it's a work release program if i bring in criminals i can hang out in mutant paradise even though i'm only half mutant and i can get beers with black tom who really <laughs> missed me and everything it,
1: it's nepotism is what it is i tell it's you
0: it's <laughs> percent nepotism <laughs> e- even nightcrawler's like fucking seriously dude he's getting his family here and he's like at least he talks to you he doesn't talk to legion (laughs) uh legion is living in the astral plane the altar which is like their like worship dimension basically that Mm -hmm. gives you all the good shit you get from religion yeah and blindfold is there too his girlfriend because now that moira is gone precogs can be resurrected again
1: yes yeah yeah they they mentioned that in the um uh, in X in X Men Red again because of the the Scarlet Witch gave him like access to like that afterlife where they can yeah, find yeah. dead mutants who, from like before Cerebro and it's a lot of like precogs and stuff.
0: Yeah, and she's like, I don't want to live in the physical realm anymore because I like killed myself when X Men was a thing. So I'm just going to live here in the Astral Plane with you. That still doesn't mean I don't get visions, though. Oh, I just saw a vision of the Magus, Warlock's father, getting killed by Nimrod. You should probably go tell him. Oh, no. So he just, like, ruins poor Warlock. He's like, hey, man, uh, here's a vision of your father being brutally murdered by Nimrod. Oh, (laughs) no. And he's like, oh, fucking God, why would you show me that? And Legion's like, huh, I didn't think, you know, machine life could leave psychic signatures but your father did and also you're totally sad like how a human would be <laughs> damn learn it we're learning a lot there's so much about machine life to still learn <laughs> <laughs> also nimrod is killing other god machines and that's pretty bad <laughs> and uh, the big finale there is uh legion gets met by mother righteous the brand new villain they're pushing now okay And her deal is, is she's like an astral trader who lives outside the material realm. And instead of selling like regular goods, she sells abstract concepts, (laughs) dreams and glory and also gods and demons.
1: Oh, that's cool. She
0: just sells those. And I'm like, that's pretty nuts.
1: That's awesome. Yeah.
0: So she either probably knows the mischief God or she is the mischief God.
1: Probably is. Or like like one of them like escaped from her like collection or something yeah
0: or something like that and i'm like that's pretty dope that's a good high concept idea for a villain especially in a time when they've either redeemed all the x-men villains or used up all the noteworthy ones it's Mm -hmm. about time they start inventing some new ones
1: yeah yeah definitely sounds interesting yeah Yeah.
0: so yeah it's it's fucking high concept as
1: shit (laughs) yeah yeah well again way of x was as well
0: (laughs) Yeah, I mean, Psy Spurrier's just, like, totally taking the limiters off, and it's like, okay, let's actually talk about, like, consent and theology and, like, you know, (laughs) why human nature, why we do the things we do and everything, and agnosticism, and it's just like, goddamn, I I feel smart reading this. (laughs) it's one of the few comics where every time i read it i'm like yeah i feel genuinely smart for reading this you have to
1: have a certain iq to read legion of x <laughs> yeah, but you basically do yeah i mean <laughs> fucking kinda
0: <laughs> or else it's just gonna feel like a bunch of gibberish <laughs> also like it feels like oh that 12 years of like fucking catholic school wasn't a waste <laughs> <laughs> i totally get where goddamn nightcrawler is coming from in so much of this <laughs> And someone even brings up the pack where it's like, weren't you a priest at one point? It's like, well, I was, but it was part of a We don't talk about that anymore. We don't talk about that, yeah. (laughs) We don't talk about that story. That was a terrible story. But yes, I was almost a priest one time. (laughs) Uh, But yeah, that was the last book I
1: had this week. Cool. The the last book I had this week was uh, Batman Fortress.
0: Oh, yes. From the Rogue One writer. This really is a fucking Star Wars episode, isn't this?
1: Yeah. And uh, this one was actually kind of cool. Uh, was it it? i was
0: not sure i didn't pick it up because i was just kind of like a batman burnout yeah
1: again like you look at it and you're like oh yeah it's a batman book and he's got to save gotham from a blackout but it's a lot more than that this is like this a really small part of a large story um so yeah we find out that like there is a blackout in gotham and it's like gotham city wide and gotham county wide Mm -hmm. all like the power went out batteries and generators still work but it's all gone out, and there's like riots and shit. And um, Batman and Alfred are trying to work out what happened because they know it was some sort of electromagnetic phenomenon that happened. So while Alfred looks into that, Bruce goes out into the city and like meets with Jim and learns that like because all the locks on Arkham went down, all of Arkham, mm-hmm. so all the people in Arkham got out. So he has to like That's go bad. and like uh, stop all of the all the villains, and um it's just really great because as the story goes along we learned that this is actually a prelude to a large-scale alien invasion and we oh. learned that it's not just gotham that's blacked out the entire world is that's really bad uh, <laughs> and not only that uh no one knows where superman is he's just completely disappeared and bruce is uh-huh. very worried because if something like this is going down they're gonna want superman
0: yeah just maybe
1: and uh he makes the decisions like right well the whole world is in trouble so like you know the whole world isn't just gotham so i'm gonna need to like pick my battles of where where i need to be we need to assemble the justice league and sort out what the hell is going on mm-hmm. um so the, yeah this issue is him sort of figuring out there's like a large-scale alien invasion there is like some sort of weird uh thing i guess like a ufo he doesn't know exactly what it is yet in the indian ocean and that's where this electromagnetic pulse is emanating from and um yeah most of the issue is just him in gotham sort of dealing with stuff that's happening as alfred's sort of learning all about this stuff but what was interesting was his his inner monologue because it's very it's very batman but it's very un-batman because it's very obvious that this is a batman who knows his limits and knows he mm. can't do everything and interesting and, and is a batman who's part of a larger world you know with superman in the league so uh he he knows like like there is hope in the world that they're going to be able to get through to this and that he has to rely on other people like alfred and gordon and you know the justice league uh, oh, so, that's a fun pitch. So, yeah, so, and it's even better because, like, he sees, like, all these people, like, looting and they're, like, stealing TVs and everything. Mm. It's like, i'm not going to stop these people because these companies have insurance ah, nice. i mostly probably own most of these companies so it'll be fine. yeah um, just
2: take it on the chin and, thanks batman
1: but, but he, he knows not only that he doesn't want to uh, get the give people the impression that he will stop these because he doesn't he's there to protect people not profit margins
0: hey there you go that's a good thing for batman yeah. in 2022 to say there's
1: also a really cool part at the start where a bunch of people break into wayne manor trying to steal shit and bruce like takes <laughs> him down and Alfred takes him down and one of the guys says he had like five kids to feed and Bruce is like okay we're gonna we're gonna arrest him but make you know check in on that guy and see if he actually does have five kids if he does give him some money from the Wayne Foundation
0: I like that I like that Um
1: but yeah yeah so the, the book ends with him uh, leaving Gotham because he knows like you know the whole world's in trouble I don't need to worry about Gotham Gotham's in good hands with Gordon Joker and all that they're all arrested don't need to worry about all that i'm gonna Hmm. go and help the justice league um deal with this larger threat and find out where superman is
0: hmm well that does sound like a fairly decent pitch maybe i'll pick it up it's done yeah
1: again like it's 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 kind of like um like all those other books where it's like oh we're we're selling it as a batman book but really it's just gonna be like a large-scale justice league book you know
0: i'm fine with that i'm i also like the idea of a batman who understands his limitations and is trying to work within them it's
1: it's really really interesting compared to like yeah all those batmans where it's like i don't need help we don't need you know anyone's help i can just do it all on my own he's like i'm just a man yeah he he knows his limitations he knows what he can do especially in like an incident like an alien invasion where he's just fucking batman what's he gonna do against a fucking alien you know
0: yeah no doubt Well, that's good. So is that everything uh, we have this week, Matt? That's everything. All right. Well, thank you so much, everyone, for coming and hanging out and listening to the show. I hope you enjoyed it as much as we enjoyed making it. Uh, Next week, I think we're going to do Retro Hero video. I know we normally do that at the Mm -hmm. end of the month, but I knew with all this Star Wars stuff, we should probably hit it while it was still hot. Yep. Uh, I asked the patron what uh, story arc they wanted to see us do for the next set of episodes and they uh, almost overwhelmingly picked uh, us to watch episodes of shows that we've never seen before. Okay, yeah. So I think we're going to do Legion of Superheroes, Crypto the Superdog there to tie in with the movie that's coming out. And we'll probably watch an episode of Pennyworth, too. <laughs> we'll, watch the, we'll watch fucking Pennyworth already. <laughs> that'll, that'll be the finale. you got to get through the other ones to get to Pennyworth. <laughs> also, hey, did you watch that last Fantastic Four show? I know I sure didn't, but I see the footage every so often, and I'm like, oh, yeah, that was a show. Is that the
1: one from the 90s?
0: no this was like 2000s there was a fantastic four show it was the last fantastic four show they did that was just for them
1: the only one i i just remember there was a fantastic four maybe it was part of that that weird avengers cartoon where they all had like weird armor
0: no oh that you're thinking united they stand no this is a different one this is like the last fantastic four cartoon they made good you didn't see it that's the point
1: yeah no okay
0: Now, this will be interesting, too, because these are all newer shows, not, like, more retro stuff that we were doing. And, you know, obviously with, like, Batman the Animated Series and Static and Superman and everything, I can speak with a certain level of authority. This means I'm going to have to actually research that much harder.
1: (laughs) I know Legion of Superheroes, I think I've seen, like, very brief, like, clips of it. I know, like, there's, like a clone superman or some fucking yes everyone really loves that and... clone
0: superman yeah. from season two
1: yeah, yeah he's like
0: the red hood of that show yeah yeah <laughs> so we're gonna watch the first episodes of all of those and see how they kind of uh stack up so that'll be interesting nice So get ready for that, everyone, for the next like four or five months. That'll be, you know, the special end of month episodes that we do for Retro Hero Video. And again, if you want to vote on that, you too can become a patron for as little as a dollar a month and you can actually have a say in what we end up doing. Because I had a whole list of arcs that we might do like, oh, the Two-Face arc, the Harley arc, the Mm -hmm. celebrity cameo arc. (laughs) I mean, Mr. Freeze, which obviously we're going to have to do, but we're going to do that one later.
1: Yes. Yeah, definitely. Mr. Freeze episode.
0: Yeah, that's, that's like a golden one we're going to have to get to eventually because, you know, we're going to do the episodes and then you got the Batman Beyond one and then you got the movie, so we got to do a movie in there too. Yes, yep. Which maybe we'll do a commentary for that one, maybe. Maybe, yeah. <laughs> Instead of having to do a whole episode about it because it works out to be about the same time, I imagine.
1: Mm-hmm.
0: So, yeah, either way, everyone, look forward to that. Uh, thank you so much for coming out and watching the show. We really appreciate it. Thank you, everyone, who super chatted uh always super appreciated helps keeps the light on helps you know keep us in comic books which are only getting more expensive
1: oh yeah oh are they ever
0: yeah well uh, we'll be back again next week everyone so get ready for uh that
1: yeah see you everyone
0: Bye bye